Thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. Thank you for thank you for joining us so much. And I tell you what, we are having us a good time. Yes. We are. Ha we've been having us a good time for every time. But yes. <laughs> you know, it's like no, there weren't days we weren't having a good time. We're having a good time every day. But we have. I've so enjoyed this time we've been spending on this topic, following the Holy Spirit. Yes. And what a joy to get to do that. Because, listen. He is our ever-present help on the inside of us. Amen. And uh, the divine genius in us, it is our privilege to learn how to cooperate with Him. Yes. It's not about getting Him to cooperate with us. Right. <laughs> it's about us cooperating with Him. And yes. that's when our life will reflect the highest and the best that God has for us. And um, I'm going back to something that Dad Hagen, who was our spiritual father, would often say to us, he said, if you can teach people mm -hmm. to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. Yes. Why yes. is that? Because the Holy Spirit is the divine helper. Yes. And he wants to help us. And if we'll learn to look to how he's leading us. Right. And he always leads in line with the word. Yes. The more of the word we have in us, the more we're giving him to work with. Right. Amen. And he will unfold that word to us. And so we don't want to grieve him by overstepping how he's leading, yes. violating how he's leading, or just simply ignoring, not giving attention to how he's leading us. And uh, so we've been taking a lot of time and teaching on it. Go back and watch previous episodes because uh, we can't restate everything, of course, in every episode, but we just don't want you to miss it. Um, Many times Christians don't even really know that they are to look to the greater one within them, to see how he's leading, to follow their own spirit. And uh, until we're taught, we don't know. And so we're, we're privileged for the opportunity to teach what we do know about it. And uh, we've been talking about following the Holy Spirit means following the peace in here. You can have peace in your spirit. And when you have peace about something in your spirit, then go that direction. Yes. If you don't have peace in your spirit about something, don't go that direction. Can you have peace in your spirit and be unsettled in your mind? Absolutely. But just ignore what your mind may be saying or doing because your spirit is a safe guide. Amen. But then we've been talking about the balanced side of this because every truth has ditches on either side that you can get into a ditch one way or another. And we want to stay right down the middle of the road. We don't want to take a truth to an excess. And 
end up unsound in it. Uh, how can someone get into a ditch when it comes to following the Holy Spirit? One of the primary ways is that they won't do anything until they hear the Spirit say something yes. to them. Um, and we're, we're talking about that because um, it's important to follow the Holy Spirit. Yes. One of the primary ways to know how he's leading, first of all, you have to, you have to turn your attention that way. Turn your attention toward your spirit, what seems right in your spirit. I'm not talking about going aside and spending great amounts of time in prayer. You can, you can become so uh, experienced uh, and skillful at following the Holy Spirit that we should know in a moment, do I have peace or not? You ought to be able to judge that. Do I have peace in my spirit about this or not? Uh, but if you don't sense anything one way or another, what do you do? Do you just sit and not do anything until you hear a voice, till you hear something spectacular from heaven? No, uh, just make movement. Just make movement. Go with what seems right to you. Go with what good judgment would say to do. Go with what just natural wisdom would say, and if it's not the direction of God, then a higher wisdom will come. The wisdom of God will come. The direction of the Holy Ghost will check you. And then you just say, I acknowledge, I recognize that he's checking me on that. So I'm not going to keep going a direction that he's checking me against. Amen. Amen. So I, many times people can become unsound or unbalanced mm -hmm. because they get to the place, I'm not going to do anything, go anywhere, say anything unless mm -hmm. I hear from God. Mm -hmm. um, if the Spirit of God doesn't lead you in a particular direction, then evidently just the knowledge you have is enough. Yes. The knowledge you have about that situation is enough. If he doesn't say, don't do this or do this, just go the direction that good judgment or the knowledge you have, just follow that. Now, if it's not the direction, he'll check you. You'll sense a, a hesitation, a year, you know, a, a stop sign on that, a green light, so to speak, within. You'll, mm, I'm not so sure I, could go, I should go that way. Then pay attention to that. Don't keep going the direction. Pay attention. Amen. You're not out of the will of God by having gone the direction because you say, well, how come I don't really sense what direction to go until I start moving because you can't steer a parked car. Make movement. He's, he directs and he leads us as we move, not as we just sit. Amen. If the knowledge you have isn't sufficient, then he'll guide you. He'll guide you differently. Always let what comes from your spirit trump any natural decision, any natural wisdom, any natural common sense. What comes from your spirit is the highest flow and it trumps every other thing you were intending to do. Amen. Um, I remember, I remember when I was little, I thought I was driving a car by mother letting me sit behind the wheel and I just sit while it's in the driveway and I'm just doing, I'm just working that steering wheel over, just jerking it. All I'm doing is grinding on the tires, you know. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I wore them thinner at that place or, or, or not, but many times people can get that way spiritually. They sit and park nowhere and just trying to steer and go somewhere. You gotta make movement. You gotta make movement. Amen. Um, for example, uh, when I say just walk by the knowledge you do have until unless something higher comes, unless 
from your spirit, you get a different leading. For example, you get out of your house one day, you go to drive to work and you get out and there's two tires on your car that are flat. You don't need the Holy Spirit to tell you, get the tires fixed, right? Right? Just good sense, good judgment says it's not safe to drive on flat tires. You know, if someone's a terrible driver, you don't need the Holy Ghost to say, don't drive with them. If you know they're a bad driver, don't get in the car. That's what I'm talking about. Follow wisdom. Just follow good judgment, good sense, you know. And uh, it's not wrong to, to go by common sense. What's wrong is to stay with human natural common sense when God's leading you differently. Now that's when it's wrong. Amen. If knowledge tells you something's dangerous, don't do it. Just don't do it. When you follow the knowledge you have, let's say this, you're, you're considering just going a particular direction, maybe a business direction, and you don't sense one way, anything one way or another, and you start, you start going that way. As you're moving ahead, always keep your spiritual antenna up. Always acknowledge the one on the inside of you. Say, Holy Spirit... Um, if you, if you direct me differently, I'm going the way you say, I don't sense one way or another right now. So I'm just going to go with what seems right. It's good judgment. It's good sense. I'm going to go that way. But if you tell me differently, what you say trumps it all. Amen. Um, I remember something Dr. Lester Summerall said. He was our pastor. Dad Hagen was our spiritual father, but Dr. Summerall was our pastor. And um, he said this, he said, since he got saved, I believe he was 17. He said, since I've got saved, I've never been out of the will of God. Wow. Listen to that. Yeah. Wow. Since I got saved, I've never been out of the will of God. But then listen how he followed up. If I started going a wrong direction and God directed me not to go that direction, he said, I'm still not out of the will of God as long as I back up and follow his leading. Yes. I'm not out of the will of God. Just heading a different direction and God checking you doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. You're out of the will of God when you violate that leading that he's giving you and you step over and you keep going. Dr. Summerall said, if I was going to go a certain direction and God checked me on that and said, don't go that direction, he said, I would back up. And he said, I'm still in the will of God. Amen. 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 So it's important to be able to walk soundly in these things. For example, you don't need, uh, you don't need the Holy Spirit to tell you don't let a young child play around a pool, a swimming pool, a, a, a body of water. You don't need the Holy Ghost to tell you, you know, and say, well, you know, I'm in faith. No, no, no. You better be in good sense. <laughs> right? That's what I'm talking about. People can become unsound, you know, about, about those things. Well, I'm in faith that nothing will get, nothing will Nothing will hurt them. You better, you yes. better pay attention. You don't use good sense. Yes. Amen. Um, we were talking about it, and let me restate it again before we go any further. God will lead. You can go as much by what God doesn't say as by what He does say. People think they have to hear Him say something before they know what direction to go. But if he doesn't tell you not to go a direction that seems good to you, then go that direction. Yes, yes. Um, for example, one time 
I was on a plane with some other ministers. We were on an airplane. And have you ever had somebody, uh, have you ever been in a car and somebody walked by and hit the trunk? You know, maybe that car is parked and somebody hits it with something and how loud that sounds. Um, We were in a, in an airplane once and it sounded like somebody took a hammer and just started walloping on that airplane. And you go, bam, 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 bam. And at first I'm thinking, you know, at first I, it's a sound you might hear in a car that if somebody took a hammer to the trunk of the car and was hitting on it, I go, wait, wait a minute. We're in an airplane. <laughs> We're not in the car. And when that happened, I go, that's, you know, that's not normal. Um, but immediately I didn't go, wah, I didn't go up here. Immediately I turned here and I sensed no, uh, caution. I sensed nothing. And I said, you know something before we got on this plane, the Holy Spirit didn't check me. I can go as much by what he doesn't say is by what he does say. So I sat back and said, nothing's going to happen to this. Nothing wrong. There's no, there's no danger associated with this. Why? Because the spirit of God would have checked me. Listen, he is a faithful guide. He is a faithful help. Anyone who missed it, because we can miss it. People have missed it. The Holy Spirit tried to tell somebody every time he always, because he's faithful. Sometimes we didn't listen or didn't recognize some things, but that didn't mean he wasn't trying to help. So when that happened, I checked inside and I go, wait a minute. The Holy Spirit did not check me before I got on this plane. Therefore, we're perfectly safe. And I sat back and we heard that thing about four or five more times. Didn't, didn't bother me. Why? Because I can go as much by what he doesn't say as by what he does say. We, that plane landed and we later found out that there were, it was quite serious what had happened, but we weren't, we were, we were kept safe. Now, when, once we landed that plane, I didn't say, let me back on that plane. <laughs> right? No, you get it fixed. Yes. Yes. Good judgment is you don't get on something you know doesn't work. You get it fixed. Don't, don't keep driving a car you know has dangerous issues with it. Get it fixed. You know? Well, I don't have the money to get it fixed. Get, believe God. <laughs> he wants you safe. But w- when we were in that situation, I'm just saying I didn't, I didn't have to go, well, God didn't tell me there's nothing wrong. Just by him not checking me was letting me know I'm safe. Amen. Praise the Lord. What's that mean? We're not led by green lights. We're, red, we're led by stop lights, red lights. When we're driving, a green light does not stop you. It's a red light that stops you. And you can go as much by what God doesn't say as by what he does say. If he didn't stop us from getting on that plane or check us, we're safe on it. But like I said, if they were going to try to board us back on that same plane for the next leg, no, thank you. Why? Because I know something's wrong. That's very good. Amen. Amen. It's good. It's good judgment. Yes. Good sense. Amen. Um, and there we go. And I want to read this Psalms 37 verse 23. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Notice the steps. What are steps? They're movement. They're movement. If someone won't make movement, then God's got nothing to direct. That's it. That's right. 
make movement. Don't sit idle. Don't sit back and say, I'm not going to do anything. And I'm talking especially, learn this in the daily affairs of life so that when you, it comes across to the big crossroad decisions in your life, you've got experience at following the Holy Spirit. Um, Another thing is if I, if I'm looking to go a particular direction and I don't have a sense one way or another, I don't have the Holy Ghost saying yes, I don't have, I don't have a yes, I don't have a no, but it seems good. I proceed, but I don't proceed so hard and fast that I can't back up in case he checked me. I proceed with my spiritual antenna up, ever listening in case he wants to redirect me. Now we're going to see this, go to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, because this is part of what we need to learn in following the Spirit. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, your broadcast is called Jesus the Healer. Why are you teaching on this? Because if we'll follow the Spirit, He'll lead us into hell. If we'll follow the Spirit, He'll lead us into prosperity. He'll lead us into putting our homes back together. He'll He'll help us if we'll learn to follow Him. He'll help us in every arena of life. So Acts chapter 16 and verse 6. Um, I'm going to read a few verses here, so just stick with me if you would. Verse 6, and I'm not sure I know all these words that we're going to run into, but you're going to hear them. (laughs) Verse 6, now when they had gone throughout, there you go, (laughs) whatever, that word, and the region of Galatia, and we're, look at this, were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. So what's this? They're intending to preach the word in Asia. Why did he forbid them to preach the word in Asia? Because that was their plan. So notice they had a plan to preach it in Asia, but he forbid them. After they were come down to Mysiah, they essayed to go into Bithynia. But look at this. But the Spirit suffered them not. Look, they were trying to go in a certain direction. Paul was trying to go in a particular direction. And the Spirit checked them. both directions. Are they out of the will of God? No. As long as they follow the Holy Spirit, how he's leading them and they back up and don't continue that direction, they're still in the will of God. But they were making movement. You see this great apostle, Paul, is showing us how to follow the Spirit, make movement, make movement. And then the Holy Spirit, if that's not the way he wants you to go, he'll check you. He'll redirect you. So we, we see these phrases forbidden by the Holy Spirit. Then we see the Spirit suffered them not. Yes. Verse 8, and they passing by Messiah came down to Troas and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. Mm-hmm. Now look at that. They were already on, they're on a tour. They're trying to go. They weren't back at their home waiting to not make a movement. They didn't have this vision. Paul didn't have this vision while he's laying at home, not going anywhere. It's while he's out on the road going. Verse 10. And after he had seen the vision immediately, after he had seen the vision immediately, we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. So we see this, that this spiritual man who knew the, how to follow the Holy Ghost, this is how he did it. He made movement and waited for the direction of God in that movement. Amen. So as I said, he was not missing God by going those ways. Faith 
is a movement. Faith faith will not leave you stationary. Faith is ever taking ground. It's ever moving ahead. Now, sometimes the Spirit of God may say, wait a while. Mm -hmm. Don't do this. That's faith because sometimes it takes more faith not to go, (laughs) not to make action. I remember my, my husband went home to be with the Lord unexpectedly in in October of 2013. 2014, I knew that it was imperative that I travel a lot that year Mm -hmm. to let the people that were associated with this ministry Mm -hmm. know that nothing was lost. Nothing of the plan of God. Nothing of what God was doing was lost. Mm -hmm. We were just going to keep moving ahead. It was important that I... I um, bring that leadership. It was important that the devil see no lost ground. So in 2014, I traveled a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. When it came to 2015, uh, the end of 2014, right when you, for those of us who travel, you'll start setting your schedule for the next year towards the end of the previous year. You're setting up your calendar. Um, I had just on the inside a sense, not a voice, not anything Mm -hmm. dramatic. I had a sense, don't book very much Mm -hmm. in 2015 so far as traveling and ministering to other churches. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I saw God take care of the ministry financially in the year previous. Mm -hmm. After my husband went home to be with the Lord, we were fully supplied. Mm -hmm. We, we... I mean, everything flourished. Coming into 2015, the Holy Spirit said, I don't want you. I just had that sense. Mm -hmm. It's just a knowing. It wasn't a voice. It was a knowing. And I tell you what, it took more faith to stay home. (laughs) It took more faith to not travel. Mm -hmm. Because in the natural, this is a, we, of course, we had a local church, but my husband's Mm -hmm. side of the ministry was a traveling ministry. He had traveled for decades. Mm -hmm. And so for us not to be traveling, that was unusual for us. And then not only that, part of the income of the ministry came through traveling. So I just had this sense, don't travel very much unless I tell you to. And I just made a handful of trips in 2015. Mm-hmm. We got to the end of 2015 and I looked and we had more income uh-huh. yeah. at the end of 2015 of not traveling than we did in 2014 with me traveling. Yeah. And God said, I wanted to show you mm-hmm. that it's in your obedience to me is where your provision is. It's not in your traveling. It's in your obedience. Yes. I wanted you to know that if I tell you to stay home, I'll take care of you. So sometimes there may be that directive mm-hmm. that faith stays stationary yes. just because, and, and I, believe me, I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> I was preaching in our church. I was ministrating our offices. There was a lot to do here at the home base. But what I'm saying is this, is that don't trust any movement. Right. Trust God. In any movement you make, trust God. Amen. Because sometimes he will have you, as I said, to even scale back what is different from your usual itinerary just to prove to you that he's the provider. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Then I, um, 
like I said, if you don't have a particular leading, just go with the knowledge you have. Because if he doesn't tell you different, then the knowledge you have is correct for you to move ahead. What you do know is correct. Now go with me, if you would, to Proverbs chapter 11. While you're turning there, let me insert this story. We owned a home. God began dealing with us about selling that home. We had it on the market for a little while, a little while and it hadn't sold. We were out looking at another home. We weren't intending to buy. We were just going to see what was on the market for when our home did sell. We, my husband and I walk into a particular home and God said, buy it. And Ed said, okay, when my home sells, I'll buy it. God said, buy it now. You don't normally see good sense. Good judgment doesn't tell you to move out of a home, move out of a home and buy another one until the previous home sells. That's what good judgment tells you. But God said, do it. And we did it. And he paid it all. Why? Because you're safe in following the Holy Ghost, even when it goes against good judgment. What God says trumps everything. Amen. 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 Now look at Proverbs chapter 11 and verse three. And I want you to see this. You say, Pastor Nancy, I don't have any particular sense of a leading in this situation. Look at this. Proverbs 11 verse three, the integrity of the upright shall guide them. If you don't seem to have a particular leading in a certain direction, what would integrity do? That's your lead. Look at this. The integrity of the upright shall guide them. The Holy Ghost will never guide you against integrity because the way the Spirit leads you is always in line with the Word. And I tell you what, when you're following the Word, you're following the integrity of God. He will never cause you or lead you to compromise integrity. So if you don't have a particular leading coming up to a decision you've got to make or direction to take, what would integrity do? You have your, you have your lead in that. Praise the Lord. When you're following integrity, you're following God. When you're following integrity, you're following the Holy Ghost because he has the utmost integrity. Amen. Well, these are some of the things we're teaching out of our book called Following the Holy Spirit. We want you to get hold of it. Listen, you might know of somebody who needs it. It would be a great gift for somebody. Get it in their hands because our success is in our following. Listen, we're sheep of God's shepherd, of God's field, right? He's our shepherd. And the better we follow, the better sheep we are. (laughs) You know, sheep follow. And it's a skill to learn to follow. And uh, so we invite you to get hold of your copy of the book. You can go to deframeministries.org and place your order and we'll get it right out to you. We'd love to get into, into your hands. But until we see you next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Romans 8.14, God gives His children the promise that He will lead them by His Spirit. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Ontario, Canada at Promise of Life Church, August 27th through the 31st. 
For more information and to register, visit our website at defrainministries.org. Come expecting miracles. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.